Good evening and welcome to Dame It All to Hell. I'm Tracy Dietz. And I'm Kelly Gibson, and today we're going to talk about asshats, or things like asshats. Life sometimes can throw curveballs your way, and Tracy and I like to talk about it. We met almost uh, a year, a little over a year ago, I guess. Oh, yeah. And almost immediately, and a couple glasses of wine in, we realized that we're essentially the same person, (laughs) except she's the Republican. And I'm the Democrat. She lives in Virginia. I live in Maryland. But we're both moms and we're both bosses. And we both work in Washington as hot women. And that's a thing. So we often say things like, this crazy thing happened to me this week. And I don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? Should I worry about it? Should I have said something? Or this guy did this thing and should I have called him out? Or did you read the newspaper and see that Roy Moore, just a fifth person, came out? So... We realized early on that even though she's a Republican and I'm a Democrat, that we have a lot in common. So we thought we'd bring that to you. That is well said. The whole purpose of this show is to discuss the news of the day, but with a focus on working women, including, but not limited to, navigating the chaotic sexualization of women in society, babies, toddlers, makeup, fashion, and booze, of which we are drinking a $100 bottle of wine out of red solo cups. So cheers. cheers. Yeah. Woohoo. Woohoo! Just taking a moment to have a sip because that's what we have to do. <clears throat> so, I sort of mentioned it briefly in the intro, but Alabama, come on. So, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, which is the opposite of Alabama. I did not. I grew up in Concord, North Carolina, which is kind of similar to Alabama. Tracy and I had the chance to hang out a couple times professionally in the last couple weeks. And have had the opportunity to talk about the crazy, the crazy that is men, just like hard stop, like men right now. Because starting with Harvey Weinstein, and then like everybody else, the NPR guy, and then a whole bunch of political guys. It's a problem. Yeah, regardless of partisanship. But Roy Moore. Yeah, so that's not good. It's not good for Republicans, and I think that Republicans really have to have a hard line on this but that said so kelly and i were talking about this earlier today and i am by no means defending roy moore at all because he i think is actually a terrible person but 40 years ago in alabama dating a 14 year old was probably kind of accepted so the question is 40 years later is it acceptable to bring up a man's history for what was acceptable in society then to trash him for it now. The only way to make 40 years ago, 40 years ago, is to make sure that, that guy doesn't get a chance to make it normal going forward. So, like, how old is he? 70. Right. Running to start his career in the United States Senate. Fair like, enough. maybe, let's just, like, give somebody a chance who maybe it wasn't cool to make out with 14-year-olds when you were 35. So, I, I am, as much as I hate to say this, glad to see this happen because I don't think Roy Moore is going to make a great politician. And and even though I am a Republican, I don't particularly side with him on the issues. I was more of a Luther Strange kind of girl. So not <laughs> oh. so into, not so into Roy Moore. I really wish this had come out four months In ago. Right, because <laughs> his name is on. He's right. on. He's right. On. And now 40% of evangelicals came out and said they are more likely to support Roy Moore because of the allegations. I mean, I can't even the evangelicals. I, so... Evangelicals are terrible people. <laughs> I think they we have to say, question. like, maybe they're not all the same. But I do think that, weirdly, even though Donald Trump, I mean, has he ever said that he's into, you know, Jesus or anything religious? No, but, but evangelicals think that he is. Evangelicals are definitely his core. Right, but why? 
because they're horrible people. Because <laughs> nobody knows. I have no other reason to say. I mean, listen, I my husband is extremely Catholic. We go to Catholic Mass every weekend. You don't see the same things in Catholic Church that you hear from evangelicals. Yeah. Like, they're, the rhetoric is horrible. But is it just, like, one pile of people? There's, like... Texas Baptist evangelical and there's like well and there are Baptists or Baptists considered evangelical like there's a whole like but, and then there's the born again but either way do we think that like evangelical people think it's like cool for like grown men to make out with like children like like 14 year old girls I think they just don't care but why would they like it more it's weird it's weird it's not normal it's weird but that's I mean just today the fifth woman came out against Ray Moore and still people are saying if the allegations are true. So where, like, you, you're, you know, where you came from, it was not 40 years ago. It was not terribly. But what is the whole if the allegations are true? Well, that's just society. The, the society continually says when women come out with claims like this, well, is it true? Is it true? Which is why women never report anything. And now all of a sudden women are coming forward and in mass. So we think this, so this woman who you just said, like, 40, should, should should a man still be, like, sort of held accountable for bad actions 40 years ago? But if a woman only felt comfortable now coming out 40 years later because it's a shitstorm of assault and rape and abuse and harassment, then, like, I mean, we both know from having, like, a v- wide variety of right. inappropriate advances... That, like, it stays with you. I mean, I've been in this town 13 years. I've been in politics 13 years. And I would say that, like, I've accrued a pile of, of stories of harassment, yeah. of varying intensities and offenses. And I think I, I, I think I would still say, like, what happened 13 years ago was wrong, even though it was 13 years ago, which is different than 40. I don't disagree. I would too. And I still wouldn't come forward with a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, I have my own stories. And and so that goes into what do you do about your career? Like, how do you navigate through this in your career? And how often are you the only woman in the room? Percentage-ish. Uh, 62%. <laughs> That's kind of precise for an ish. So now that I've moved sort of into a different industry, the nonprofit world is filled with far more women than yeah. just politics. Um, yeah, you know what? 62 is probably high, actually, now, now that I think about it. Um, because How often a, are you in a meeting with just one other man? In a meeting? Or like, you know. Lunch know. or whatever? Yeah. Uh, frequently. Yeah. And oftentimes, people's slash men's inappropriateness comes out of those one-on-one So here's the interesting thing. And for me, in conference rooms, it doesn't. And I know Not you've like, oh, had that. Yeah. I don't get that in conference rooms. I get it at lunches or after hours. Those are the same thing. But are they? <laughs> Which we had another conversation <sighs> about this earlier with the whole bar thing. Because behavior that occurs in a bar is different than behavior in a boardroom. And what's acceptable in a bar is different than what's acceptable in a boardroom. What if the people are the same? There's a seat. The cushiness of the seats is different. I don't disagree. Different setting, different rules. What about if they're both happening at noon? Same. Same rules apply for you. I still think a bar is different. Because if you're in a bar in a non-work-related thing and a guy comes up to you and, like, flirts and says something, like, that's acceptable. I think 
Anyway, what I was going to say is if a guy comes up to you in a bar and flirts with you, that is acceptable behavior for a bar because you're in a bar. Like, men can come up and flirt and say whatever, and you can tell them to fuck off or whatever. But here's the thing. Where do you have more fun, a bar or a boardroom? A bar. So, women are just not allowed to have fun with people with the men they work with. I, no, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I'm just saying that... It, I know, I'm totally I, I'm, grilling you right it's now. It's awesome. Because, <laughs> but here's the thing, like... It is different. And I think that we as women have to make those decisions. But why don't men have to make any decisions? <laughs> they do. They have to make the decision whether or not whether to try not to, to fuck you. Whether or not to sexually harass somebody. They have yeah. to decide whether or not right. this woman will try to fuck me. That's the decision they have to try to make. Right. Which is which is not ridiculous. Good. So it's not Saturday good. Live. You, I mean, you're the one that told me about it today at lunch. Have you watched Saturday Live? And like the whole thing about that. So Claire from HR. And she was like, here is a whole bunch of questions. Where should a man's penis be? In his hand, on the desk, or in his pants? And you're just like, that is crazy because it like, it's actually a product of current events. But like when played out that way, it's so ridiculous, which is this is sort of the same way. Like, where can a woman be fun? In so, a boardroom. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a meeting? I can't even say this. Like, I can't even be serious. Where a man pulled out his penis? No. Okay. Thank so, of the Lord. So that clearly happens. I mean, there was an incident where I was at a bar where a guy offered. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to be lucky to have never seen one of my colleagues' penises. Like, what a weird thing. Fair <laughs> enough. But it's not like that is every day that men are pulling out their penis. Like, it it happens. Apparently. Yes. Just not to Louis C.K. Yes. Harvey Weinstein. Right. But when have you ever gotten this sort of, like, side hug... Well, you always like get a that. pull in. You always get that. Yeah. But how, I mean, but how. It's like a rub. So a here's rub the thing. How do you know that? the difference when they're just being just friendly? What? Just what? Just being what? Friendly? When they're like being friendly? Yeah. Yeah. And when they're not. Like what happened to like the cheek kiss? <laughs> like so we're like no hips touch. Like, you know, are they like, ah, half hug. So when do you tell them to fuck off? Right. So I have a new theory about that. That's great. I'd love to hear it. Because I have no fucking Hashtag idea. fuck you always. You like, cannot do that. You will lose clients. <laughs> right. So I'm a partner at a firm. I a, a big portion of my job is to bring in clients, rain make, and right. Um, I would say, I would say, still more than fifty percent of those potential leads are men, and they all want to fuck you. I think there's a, I think there's a generational break. I think that my generation. So Tracy's wicked old. She's got five whole years on me. But I think wait, we're, do I, I even have five years on you? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. But I, we're in the same generation. I think there's like, like men 50 plus, 55 plus are certain kind of, what? The, certain we kind are their of, favorite types. Kind of and then men younger than that, like, even if they think you're pretty, it always comes out in sort of like an odd stilted thing. It's never like. It's never like a a brush or a graze or like a slight ass grab or boob graze. But for me, it's always the married ones. It's never like the single guy that's... Right, like the single 60-year-old guy. Like what, well, they're not you, a lot yeah, of single 60-year-old yeah. guys. But like the single young guys under 40, don't do this shit. And it's, maybe it's because some of them have never been married and they are still holding out hope for like love and <laughs> all of those great things. And then the jaded 50 or 60 year old is like, fuck it. I don't have sex with my wife anymore, which is always my favorite. When you come, like, go to a meeting and they that start talking so about, mad. they start talking about how they don't have sex with their wife. But so you, but you wouldn't call them out. Yes. At that point, I'm like, 
That's nice. I have lots of sex with Tracy and I realized recently that we were propositioned by the same guy. Which one? Oh, Oh, we can't talk about it. (laughs) But I think that sometimes it it just, like, overcomes partisanship. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... At an event, and, like, some old guy walked up and he's like, you want to go find a hotel? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, the ridiculous nature of the proposition was made me realize that I was just not going to, like, let it slide or whatever. But if somebody walks up to me, so recently somebody said to me on social media, not said to me, private messaged me. It's been a long time, but let me just tell you, you are too cute. But you're also strong and powerful, too. I want you to take that seriously. So you're very upset about this. It's so and weird. I'm still not. What does it I, mean? I don't know that that's the worst thing ever. No, no, your oh, bar is dude, too low. Maybe, maybe my bar is too low, but maybe your bar is too high. Too high, and maybe we are so out of control right now because of all the stuff that's going on. We are spinning and spinning and spinning. That every little thing like makes us crazy. Like if somebody just says hi, I'm like, oh my god, fuck no, I'm not gonna fuck you. <laughs> like, we like, are we are yeah. all out of control and. He was an old dude that you knew a long time ago that has no impact on your career, no relationship to work at all. So, I mean, saying if like, we you're give too a shit cute. about the way we look, if we give the shit about the way we look and the way we put ourselves up on social media, right? We're not putting up ugly pictures of ourselves on social media, right? We're putting up like the cutest one. Like, look how skinny I look in that photograph, whatever. Right. And shouldn't we expect comments? But are we just expected to get comments? Can't we look good for ourselves? Why do we, and our girlfriends, so my girlfriend, Sarah, who I work with said to me, it's so much more fun to dress for women than men because it's true. Like we give each other positive reinforcement about self-confidence and shit, but like, but why, why does like me feeling good about myself mean that like some random dude I knew forever ago was like, you're too cute. Also cute. I have two children. I'm a grown person. I'm married. I'm married nine years. Well, but maybe he didn't want to be like, you're hot. Cause oh, that will just keep your opinions to yourself. Because he thought think, it was complimentary. I think he was being complimentary. I yeah. don't think he was actually trying to be a dick. I think he was actually just being, you are so cute. You're powerful and successful. Like, you ready for this one? Do oh. women need to get responses from the outside world to feel confident? I feel like I'm getting grilled in this. Like, when do I get to start grilling? I think you can do it. Next. This is awesome. So... Uh, yes and no. I mean, most of my life I did. Like, that was the only way I could feel good about myself because my self-esteem was wrapped up in what everybody else said. And I think that changes as you get older. And now I give zero fucks. I only care about how I feel. So when those so guys tell you how you're, hot you are, it's like, I don't whatever. It doesn't make you, like, give you, like, some, like, secret rise that you well, it doesn't feel make a little me want to go hump them. no 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 separate things. So, uh, it, it's fine. Like, it's not, I mean, I... That is better than the alternative of, like, what happens when you get nothing? That's what I'm saying. Like, you just have Which to, Which you've like, never experienced. Neither of you. In your life. Neither of you. But, like, what, what's that like? I know. So, can, if, if, where, yeah, where your is Your beauty the thing? is your cross to bear. Oh, well, what if that is so fucking stupid? Like, so many people have such bigger crosses to bear. They do. What but a dumb thing. Exactly. So. Yeah. If some dude says too cute. I don't know. Your turn to grow. Back to drawing the line on what's inappropriate and what's banter. Mm-hmm. Because your line is clearly well higher than mine. It's fucked up right now, my line. But yeah. Everybody's line's fucked yeah. up. Because how often do you dress nice to go to meetings? Every time. And do you dress nice to go to meetings just because for you? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair no, enough. No, of course not. No, right. no. Positive feedback from the world. Right. Exactly. No. So, but yeah, we both had influences in our life that made us prove we were attractive. True. But we both dress a certain way and carry ourselves a certain way and dye our hair or curl our hair or do things a certain way in an effort to get a feedback, which is oftentimes more fucking money, <laughs> which, which is... is- which I think is okay, but in this sexually charged world of, you can't touch me, but I can touch you, where's the line? Right. Do you think any, like, men... So, Kevin Spacey... So, there, so it's been, like, powerful men and women so far, and then Kevin Spacey came out, and so that's, so that's an older man to younger men. But do we think any, like, older women to younger men are going to come out? No. No. No, because I think, I think sex is different for men and women. I don't, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It absolutely does. But I think women taking advantage of men sexually is more rare than men taking advantage of women sexually, just because men are physically stronger than women. And if they biologically, biologically, physically, physically stronger. Right. Yeah. Yes. But the way the parts work are different for a scenario like that. True. Yes. Yeah. But I, I, I'm guessing it still would work if there was enough. But in your world, in like, you, this is happening more, I, I find that like Republicans' bars are different than Democrats' bars. So I don't necessarily think that's untrue. I will tell you that Democrats are far more offensive to me than Republicans. Well, what is that all about? I don't know. It's really, it's always the Democratic men. Do they like say, hi, I'm Tim, I'm a Democrat, and I want to fuck you? No, it's the consultants. <laughs> it's the married consultants. Doesn't matter. The ones, yeah. that, the, mo- the ones that have made me the most uncomfortable in my career are Democratic men. And I, I'm not saying they're not Republican sleazeballs, because there clearly are. We're finding out a lot of them. <laughs> Roy Moore, for example. Roy Moore. But like, I, why doesn't that guy just straight drop out of this race? Uh, either because he doesn't remember it or he doesn't think his behavior was wrong at the time because it was acceptable for society's standards. He's going to sue the Washington Post. Which is the dumbest fucking thing yeah. I've ever heard of. Unless. Wait, you can't even do it, I don't think. Well. When's if, the last time? With, I mean, we should have more facts for this. But, like, has anybody successfully sued? We need a fact checker. A giant, Can somebody get us a yeah. fact checker? My husband could do it. Let's bring <gasps> him in next time. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. So good. Just, like, in the back. Just, like, looking up on the internet. Right. And he'd be like, wrong. That'd be like a real show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like this drunken debauchery that we're having right now. This wine is spectacular, by the Super way. Tasty. I feel like I need to throw a prop to Stag's Leap, except it's actually the wrong Stag's Leap, which is a really How funny is story. Right the wrong one? Can I tell the story? Am I allowed to tell the Stag's Leap story? So I go to Napa with my sister. and Because my she's fancy. Because I'm fancy. And so I really like Stag's Leap Artemis, which is, I think, the Stag's Leap winery, not the Stag's Leap wine cellars. And so we go to the Stag's Leap wine cellars, not knowing the difference, because I didn't know that there were two. And we showed up and buy a bunch of wine. And I joined the mm-hmm. wine club, which is like $400 every quarter. And get the wine shipment and realize this is not actually the same Stag's Leap. So anyway, we're drinking the, the, the crappy Stag's Leap, which is still $100 a bottle. But so you know, for hey, all, yeah. the, like, all the like, uh, I'm a man, I'll do man stuff, you're a woman, do woman stuff. Anytime you've tried to pick up a tab, has there ever been a man that was like, 
No, seriously. I, there I is one. It, there it is, is a Republican. John Braybender, Republican media consultant, will not let me pay for anything. Okay. Ever. I think, ever. I think we just need to, one. like, start over and not say his name. Why? Because we can't, like, we can't, like, nail John Braybender. He's a media consultant, right? He was awesome. He never made me pay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that bad? <laughs> I don't know that he'd appreciate that. You think? Would he be, like, proud of it? He's a good dude. Yeah, I like it. Except for the fact he doesn't think a woman should pay for dinner. Oh, I don't think that's bad. I I think it's nice when somebody doesn't want me to have to pay for dinner. Not somebody, not somebody, a man. Should I have to pay for dinner? See, well, you make the most money in the group. Like, if you're in a group, you know what I mean? Like, there's like this whole no, thing. No, he's about, a like, Republican men. media consultant. I'm yeah. pretty certain like, that at all times wealthy. he had made way more crazy money. Wealthy. Yeah, yeah. He probably has his own plane and his own fucking vineyard out in the But Lisbon. you're like hot. You look good in that turtleneck. But I don't think but he's like, like that. I, he's never, so to be fair, he has never been like that. Yeah. He, he was always extremely that, professional. Like, he, doesn't, he doesn't think a woman should be like, even, even, cash. even when it's in a group, which it usually was, he just always paid. Yeah. Which is a power thing. Which is like, why would a man want to touch your boobs on the outside of a shirt? Not because he like wants to touch your boobs, because he wants because you to he know can. that he can touch your boobs. Well, the same reason a guy wants to drop his pants and jerk off in front of a woman. Like, what is that, that what is, is that really about? Yeah, so crazy. I don't... It's, I, it's power. Yeah. It has nothing to do with... It can't have anything to do with sex. Do you think that, that, it'll, that it'll change, like, the shitstorm of women coming forward well, I will, think like, men, change culture? I think men seem concerned. You do? Have you, yeah. have you like, absolutely. They're all freaking out. They're like, oh my God, either like, I'm scared to say anything. Okay. So here's the thing. There is a difference. We, between... we have, we're in danger of being overly political correct, says the Republican. So I think we, there is some of that, but I made it very, very clear that there is a difference between you sticking your hand down my pants and saying, that's what she said. Like there is a vast difference between those two things. And we need to understand that. Like, it's totally fine in a group setting, work-related, networking, when you know the people and you're friendly and, like, somebody says something and somebody's like, that's what she said. Like, I think that's okay. I don't think any of those jokes are funny, though. Oh, see? <laughs> you need to drink more wine. That's the thing. Because I say that's what she said all the time because I think that shit's funny. Well, that's because you're a Republican. Well, and it's because I like to pull my penis out. <laughs> people do say about Tracy that she's got the biggest dick in the business. Next to Liz Chatterton. Next to Liz Chatterton. <laughs> it is the biggest dick next to Liz Chatterton. But do you ever get tired of, like, having to be the only... Yes. ...only lady parts in this fight? Yes and no. I mean, it's got its advantages. I mean, from a career perspective, I think I've done pretty well playing the just one of the guys route. Right. Being just one of the guys, I was super good at, but now I feel just feel like I'm checking it all the time. Am I too much one of the guys? There was this article that was shared on Facebook, and I understand Facebook is an echo chamber, and more so for those of us that pay a lot of attention to, like, politics and sort of current events and all that kind of stuff. But it was like, when I look back at my life, I let a lot slide that I wouldn't want a young woman today to do and it sent me straight into a tailspin because it made me think of like all this stuff that the that's what she said or the the thigh rub or the or the you're tall or the you look great in that dress or do you work out or those so, things you know and like Tracy and I were talking earlier like what if you had a really jazzy dress on and they really <laughs> just like the dress no they like your tits and ass under the da- dress I mean that is so, I know none of you can see this, but Kelly Gibson is 
like six feet tall and ridiculously striking. When you walk into a room in a dress, it is impossible not to look at you. Like it's hard not to want to comment about how stunning you are. It's just hard. I mean, you are breathtaking. So we can talk shit about dudes all day, but you were just breathtaking. So sometimes, like, you just gotta... So there's gonna have to be some sort of reorientation around the instinct to classify comments in some sort of good or bad. So here's the thing. So men banter. In conference rooms, they banter. Men give each other shit. They make fun of each other for being fat or bald or whatever. And granted, they don't walk into a board room and do that on their first meeting with somebody, but that's the kind of shit they do. They can't make fun of you for being bald or fat or short or any of those things. Like, so men have no other thing to do, but like, oh my gosh, you're tall or what? I don't even think they think about it all the time. Like if they were like, my God, you have nice tits. That is clearly a problem, but I'm more of a leg gal or well, even that is probably not (laughs) ideal. Like, wow, you got really nice legs or I guess women are like sort of objectively better looking than men. Well, yeah. I mean, why do you think there were all those statues of women for all those years? I mean, there was David. Like like Greek. And then there were all the statues of women. Yeah. Who were not skinny, for that matter. I have worked for some male clients who are, like, just a couple who were the sort of striking kind of people. And I think that the difference is the commentary that comes to men around their looks is so much less just because men are not expected to look as good as women. Well, and how many times have you ever walked up to a man and was like, fuck, you're hot? That's what I was saying. Like, we were talking about dresses. Like, when's the last time you come to come into a man's pants? So I don't typically like, come in on pants, pants but I definitely right. have said things about their nice shirts. They right. wear nice shirts. Because there are no private parts in their shirts. Well, that's only because they don't have private parts in their shirt. Right. Like, but, like, if you were coming we to their pants... We have private parts everywhere. Right. <laughs> coming out of our earballs. If you <laughs> comment on their pants, you're talking about their penises. If you come in on their dress, ass. Right. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, your Although dress you, so you have those two, So you have those two little girls at home. I do. And like you, so Tracy has two girls and I have two boys and we are in completely different situations as a result of that reality. But I feel like I'm going to be hard on my boys. Like if they comment on girls looks. You should. Yeah. And that's awesome. But so, I don't know that like, I don't know that men in our circles, their parents were ever like, don't tell her she's pretty. Tell her she's smart and fun and funny and, like, great to hang around with. That's hard because women but women also like to be told they're pretty. Right, but what if we lived in a world where women didn't need to feel like somebody needed to tell them they were pretty? How are we going to change that? I have no idea. You have to worry about two penises and I have to worry about all of them. Correct. That is awful. <laughs> but, I mean, they have you as their mama, so, I mean, that is... A step in the right direction. Yeah, I suspect they'll be badasses and they'll kick the shit out of little boys and maybe they'll be like There you go. Did you hear that story about the... It was going around Facebook because clearly I spent too much time there. But that there was a mom who was called to a school because her daughter punched a little boy in the face. And she was a nurse. The mom was a nurse and was called out. Like it was really hard to get to the school and showed up and the boy's mom and dad were both there. I don't know if she was a single mom or the dad just couldn't come or whatever, but that the little boy had snapped her bra like a dozen times and she told him to stop and she walked away and she told him to stop and he still didn't. She punched the face and like the mom's, the little girl was like, your son sexually assaulted my daughter. 
And everybody got real worried about that word. But until we normalize the word, right, sexual assault is a lot more than rape. Like, it's like that is her boobs. So, so I think sexual assault is different than rape. I don't think sexual assault sure. is more than Just rape. Just the spectrum. That it starts, Correct. that it doesn't have to be as significant. Like, that it, that Correct. girl felt threatened. That little girl felt threatened. Well, and he, the mama was like, yeah, of course you should punch him in the face. He popped her bra so many times it came undone. Yeah. And the principal got flustered in the whole thing after the mom was like, I'm sorry. You know, you want to know if I, you want me to, if I'm pressing charges against the kid for sexual assault. And the principal's like freaking out. And he's like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And the mom goes, really? Why don't you go pop that little boy's mom's bra if it's not that big of a deal? And continually do it. Twelve times. Twelve times. Yeah. But, like, that's the kind of stuff that's going to change this whole scene, I feel But when I was in middle school, possibly, I think it was middle school, did you ever have this thing where people would go and just pull your pants down? Pants you? Yeah. No, girls didn't get pants. Boys get pants. I got pantsed. My skirt got ripped up. Right. All that stuff happened that is all the terrible. time. terrible. But to be fair, we did it at the boys too. Everybody did. We pantsed everybody. <laughs> it was it was an equal opportunity pantser. And it's not okay, but we were all doing it. How old were you? Probably 13. Right. You were doing beauty pageants when you were 13. I probably should not have been pulling boys' pants down. Right. But or I was they doing should it have been pulling your pants because down. Because they were pulling mine down. And I just, if they can pull mine down, I can no. pull theirs down. I mean, I just feel like, yeah, it's a big, it's a, it's a big job to change the culture of, of beauty and sex. And so sex sells. We were talking about this earlier. Sex sells. Sex sells products. Sex sells movies and TV shows. But sex sells people... Not like a prostitute, but like sex sells. If you're in a conversation and there's a, f- a slight flirtation, that will undo- undoubtedly make you more positive feeling to whomever you're talking to. So part of this, I think, is evolutionary. We are oh attracted. Lord. What? I'm Catholic. <laughs> I can't talk about evolution. Ah, it makes evolution? me uncomfortable. <laughs> We are, everyone finds something different attractive. But there are certain things in life, like Kelly Gibson, that Dress everyone beans. finds attractive. Listen, to the, one of us has a crown in her closet, and it's not me. Oh, I have like 15. <laughs> Speaking of evolutionary. I'm hubba, still hubba. not 5 foot 11, or blonde for that matter. Not naturally. Anyway, um... So I think if you think about the evolution of the, of the species of humans, like we have to procreate. That's what we do. We don't need to use our tits to sell business. Fair enough. You're talking about changing our basic demographic of what we believe. You are because as primal humans, our goal is to produce more children for the evolution of the species. When you think about it from a very raw perspective, and to do that, you have to have sex. Right. And then so you, you, th- you think sex. it's too hard. Like, if, if there's a business situation in which a very good-looking man and a very good-looking I, woman, it's impossible not to, like, emit some sort of evolutionary, hormonal sort of I'm not juju saying, into the, the that moment and I'm have, like, not, the feels. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that that is what our society is based on. That's what, from an evolutionary perspective... We will have to learn that behavior. Right. 
we society has changed immensely over the years. I mean, at one point, women couldn't vote. Yeah, and that's long ago, like just over 100 years, right? Right. Things have changed. So over time, yeah, society women just can't change. win now. But you know, we figure that. Well, to be fair, they should probably run a better campaign. Oh. But, and Donald Trump was just not beatable. It, he was he was another one of those weird candidates that just people resonated with. He and was, is a sexual predator. I agree. Like the man, the did you see what he said to South Korea? He's gonna win in twenty twenty two. Why would he call me old? I would never call him short and fat. Like what is that? It was kind of funny. I mean, that is he's the president <laughs> of the United States of America. I know. With I mean, his wife. I mean, should we even start talking about Melania? Because what the hell? Don't talk about Melania. That's we can't talk about she's the president. Yeah. She's the first lady of the United States. How I many mean... people talked about First Lady Michelle Obama? It was pretty terrible. It was terrible. terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I know. I mean, only to say that she doesn't want the job. Melania doesn't want the job. She doesn't want the job. I don't but... think she wants to be married to Donald Trump. I know. She's sort of like trapped now, though. It sucks. It sucks. They should what what the person they shouldn't be talking about is Baron Trump. Leave that kid alone. Yeah. I but think... like we like Don Jr. Fair game. Ivanka, fair game. Weird Tiffany and like talk about the weird hip hug with Tiffany <clears throat> was so weird. Like sometimes that. Donald Trump, you're just like, what is happening with Donald Trump? He's just like, something's not right with Donald Trump. Yeah. You're looking at me like I have some knowledge I do, I, on yeah. this. I, I don't. No. Because I, because he's not like a Republican. It. Like the man is clearly and was and always has been a Democrat. And the only reason he <laughs> ran as a Republican was because he said that all Republicans are stupid and he could totally win <laughs> if he ran as a Republican. And it turns out he was fucking right. So he's going to win in 2022. So who good luck the, with that. Who's going to run against him? I, so the rumors are Biden. No, on the Republican side. Oh, nobody's going to run against him. Well, no there might way. be some people that run against him, but they're going to lose. That is crazy. Who's going to run against McConnell? Yeah. Nobody's got the balls to Nobody run against him. Nobody has more chins than Mitch McConnell. Poor Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I feel like it is core. He's, Poor a, he's McConnell. good. He's, he's good at his core. Mitch McConnell? You are out of your mind, he, Tracy. He Deeds. came out and was against Roy Moore, so that's good. Yeah, he did say that, but just because he doesn't want to like drag down the Republican Party. He's just a traditional Republican. Which is why you hate him. And that's, and I get it. Cause that's just a part of Recently, Jason Deed said to me, you're so into big government. Like you're so anti-small government. What is that? I'm like, at its core, the government is meant, intended to help people. We just need to have the right people and in place to help the people. If the government actually ran effectively and did that, that'd be great. But again, let's pay a thousand dollars for a hammer and talk about that. Oh, here I, we are. I know. With the here Republicanism. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's wearing a red turtleneck. It's as if she dressed the part tonight. And I did drive here in my Mercedes. I know. <laughs> so when is it okay for a woman or a man to compliment or comment on someone else's attractiveness? When you are friends with the person. In a professional environment, a stranger of the opposite sex walking up to you and making a comment about your looks. You look pretty. You look tall. That dress looks good on you. Do you work out? There's like Wait, so many things. Do you work out? Some people are like, oh, you must work out. They say that. Yeah. That's fucked up. Right. And so that like, not okay. if you don't know the person, the questions should be in no particular order. So here's another What question. do you do for a living? Where do you work for? What brings you to Chicago? What's going on? It's not, has, should have nothing to do with your appearance. All right. Fair enough. That all sounds very legitimate. So what if, <laughs> let's say your partner 
business partner. Your business partner. Mm -hmm. Sorry, your business partner. Meet somebody, tells them all about you. And he tells them all about you. He tells them how smart you are, how amazing you are. He also throws in that you she are... She happens to be tall and blonde. Tall, blonde, and attractive. If if my business partner told somebody that I was attractive before I met them, like, I'd have beef with my business partner. Really? Do you think your business partner... We're not going to talk about no, your business partner, I but... No, I don't. Do you, I don't. Yeah. I don't, but here's the thing. I think that they're... I'm going to go back to this. You are so attractive... It is hard not to talk about how attractive you are. Even for me, like when I talk about my friend Kelly, I always talk about, oh my God, you will die when you see her. She is five foot 11 when she walks into her, like even tonight, like I couldn't help but talk about like how stunning you are and how show-stopping you are. Like this, the same thing applies to you though, Tracy Deeds. When, like how, don't, wouldn't you say that more than 50% of the time people reflect on your appearance? Tracy Beats, she's super fun, she's super game, yeah, she's a Republican, which doesn't really seem to be one, and she's crazy beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. But all I'm saying is, I don't think it's a bad thing to talk about how attractive you are. When is the last time you told a man how attractive he was? You can't even remember. Your husband, a couple nights ago, wanted to get it on. It was great. (laughs) But. That is legit accurate. Right. So, like, there is a thing that and this is what I'm saying like I, I I recently told my sister-in-law Emma I was like I am having a moment because I feel like the rules changed you know like roughly 10 days ago like before 10 days ago somebody would make some sort of offshoot comment about my looks and I'd be like that feels like sort of good on the inside and it's like a little weird but I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna like have this like coy moment I was like oh that's so nice I'm like that's gonna feel good and like 10 days ago when the shitstorm of abusers came out, all of a sudden in the, the article about like reflecting and do you want like a young woman? By the way, like there's trash pickup happening around us or something. I'm not really sure. But that is, that is awesome. There is a moment where it's like it became less cool to be okay with comments about my looks. But the, but I think that is all in our head. And I think you do? We, uh, no, I don't think it's in our head, but I think we are I'm I'm going to say overreacting and I don't I know I know you're going to stab me in the eye over this. But I think that there is a difference between a man saying, "Hey, you want to watch me jerk off in the hallway?" Oh, Cuz I do that for so you. Friggin' low. And hey, you're cute. Like, there's a difference to me. Like, one, they are actively trying to fuck you and or pull their penis out and show it to you. Another, they're just being like, oh, you're pretty. Right, I feel like I've had the less, like, actively trying to fuck me than you. But I've had, like, the weird, I'm just gonna, like, touch your inner thigh while we're talking and see how that goes. So that's fucked up. Right. You have that shit happen to you in boardrooms. Yeah, this was, like... In a United States government building, and it was, like, an older guy, and I, it was at the trend, it was maybe, like, three or four years ago, and for a while, like, I also, like, am f- a, like, on-trend fashion person. So, like, I do, like, a lot of clothes that are, like, trendy at the time. So, like, these were riding pants. And so ah. the little, there was, like, patches on your inner thighs that were made of velvet, but the rest of the clothes were just cotton. And so this old guy, like, rubbed the velvet, and we're like... These are great pants. And then did he keep rubbing? No. Or, okay, he just Maybe he's them. just into women's pants. Maybe it's something else. But like, no, I would, think... would, you ever gra- would you ever rub the inside of a man's thigh? No, so that's not okay. That is very different, though, than talking about whether or not you're pretty. Right, but They're this not was the like same. a situation where there, I didn't have, I didn't have 
a bargaining chip in the world, there was no way I could have called him out. Like I would have straight been, don't have Kelly on those conference calls. I was already the junior staffer on the call. So I take it this was a person of power. Yeah. I mean like on a team, like not my shop, but like on a larger team, he had a more senior position than me. And if I would have been like, fuck you, why are you rubbing my inner thigh? It would have like not been a good space, but here I am years later probably was more than five years could have been eight years ago but here i am years later being like my name's on the fucking door like i can get my own clients that are not gonna touch six inches from my vagina and i don't need to deal with it but wouldn't it be easier if like that guy was like well are you looking great and i called him out to be like when you're touching my inner thigh like stop touching my inner thigh Yes, but there is still a vast difference between you look great and grabbing your fucking vagina. Right. Like, to me, like, there is such a a difference between those two things. What I want you to do, Tracy Deeds, is for the next four or five meetings, comment on a man's look. You look great in those pants. Just say that, like, five times over and just see what happens. Probably literally I'm nothing's totally, going to happen. I'm totally going to do that. Do it. Let's just there see what happens. Be- I feel like everyone's going to be like, ooh, ooh, Tracy just talked about my pants. Like, I feel like there's going to there's gonna be a whole, there'll be, like, a whole conversation about it because it doesn't happen. I'll do it, too. I'm gonna The next meeting I go to, I'm going to be like, those are some great fitting pants. And just, like, see how that goes. So I'm literally headed to Nashville with my team, and I feel like if I say that to them, they're just going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They're going to be totally talking about my pants. Yeah. I really need to go in with a client. Right, but I, like, just the next time you're, well, we're going to be at some conferences together. It'd be pretty funny to do it to like the same guy to both of us. <laughs> like, we should totally do it at really Scotch and Cigars. Pants. We are totally doing this at Scotch and Cigars in December. This is totally happening. So I don't actually know when the best time, like, I don't actually know what, my tolerance is for commentary on my looks anymore. So I don't... It's blurry. My tolerance, I, I think, just in general appearance is fine. It's the, come on, just do another shot. Just do another shot. Come on. Why, you're the fun girl. Why don't you do another shot? Come on, just do Just dance. Come on, what just I've dance. never done a shot with you. We are going to get smashed in Nashville. That'll be awesome. Smashville. We, Hashtag Smashville in Nashville. I wonder if we should actually rent an Airbnb house. Right. So all the girls can stay together. Yes. So I was listening to, I was just in Nashville last weekend and I was listening to just to country music on the way home today. And Blake Shelton has a new song and it's like to a woman. And like, I think it's like a, like a cheesy romantic song, but he was like, you'll be the pretty one and I'll be the funny one. And I sort of think that we're both pretty and both funny. And maybe we can just like pass the baton both times. So thank you so much for listening to Dame it all to hell. It is our first episode, our pilot episode. And we are a couple of dames, but I'm not sure we ever called each other dames before, but now like that's how it's going to go. If you liked what we had to say, we are super excited about that. And please go to the iTunes store and rate us and share us and tell all your friends. And we hope to come back and back and back. And we hope that you will give us a little something back. And we hope that we help you talk a little bit with your girlfriends about what's happening in your life. And it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, because it takes all sorts of dames to make the world go around. And this Republican is going to go across the street and eat a 48 ounce steak. And this this Democrat's going to eat some Brussels sprouts. (laughs) Thanks for listening. 